0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Season 3, finally, in February 1st, well, we're recording February 1st, and it we'll won't be released till next Tuesday, but Season 3, starting in February, I, 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 I'm <laughs> excited. This is cool, man, I like it. Three years of reaching out. Well, official podcast, you've been doing reaching out. Couple months longer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's cool, man. We, di- we didn't do as many, uh, uh, episodes last year. Just out of illness and sophomore slope. Yeah. But we're back at it. Good to go. We're on season three.
0: And now in color. Yeah. <laughs> so last week, the, or not last week two weeks ago because I had covid. Yeah. Um the video sucked. I tried to go straight to streaming instead of doing video for a while and that will be coming, but right now we're going to be on video for the people. Um I did go a little bit more advanced this one. Yeah. But the big thing is there was so much lag while trying to go to streaming. Okay. I went two cameras this time. Recording to their hard drives: Okay, so that's why there's going to be two different scenes. You can see me a little bit in cameras right now, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to have two different boxes with the reaching out logo in the middle. Okay. And so that way all this extra stuff yeah and all this stuff behind Cameron is going to be gone.: oh, You know cool. unless I reach over and do that, you're not going to be able to see me at all. Ah,
1: cool man so nice
0: that's the techie stuff for today yeah so what's been
1: going on in your life what has been going on um well my uh as of this recording my grandma passed away last week so um on my uh on my dad's side so that's that's uh that's a rough deal because uh She's another person I promised artwork to. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I never got it done. I, I wanted to, is just, uh, she wanted me to draw like a God's eye for. Not what? like an of Osiris. No.
0: <laughs> for, for some uh, reason, whenever I think God's eye, I think of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I don't know. It's it's. I think it's a Native American symbol. Okay. Yeah. But um, it it was supposed to be for her uh, quilting business. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. How does
0: that play into a painting? Play into quilting?
1: Oh, logo. Oh, okay. For her business. Yeah. She also hosted a uh, a quilting retreat. Huh? Really. Yeah. Yeah. She had like a whole like. Like a trailer Mm -hmm. with like all the tables and setups and everything. And she even had like bedrooms
0: um, for the
1: retreat and everything. And uh, so
0: she didn't do like ayahuasca during the retreat or something like that. What's that? You don't know what ayahuasca is? Well, I know about it because of um, the Green Bay Packers quarterback. He went out on a retreat and it's an hallucinogen. And it's oh. a it's an old Native American hallucinogen yeah. that you would pretty much find your spirit guide.
1: Oh.
0: So basically you go out in the woods and you trip balls.
1: Oh, these are older ladies doing quilts. <laughs> hey,
0: when it comes to traditions and religions, some people go all out. I Dude. mean I said it as a joke, <laughs> but I mean some people really do this. I mean they yeah. go into like tents and they they steam themselves and then partake of the ayahuasca, and you know, not saying grandma did
1: it, but you know, there yeah. are some people that do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um, they no, they had just a bunch of ladies come out and they make quilts and everything, and then they would donate them, and uh, that's that's what they did. They they made um, I want to, I don't want to speak out of turn if this isn't true, but I believe she said that they make quilts for um, military families and stuff, okay. like that, and stuff like that. And they donate quilts that they make. I thought that was cool. Almost to like a wounded warrior type thing? Or... I, I think so. Um,
0: but uh, Blue Star Moms. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think so. Well, there's actually a...
0: On um, Lynn Lane... There is a blue star mom's office. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I noticed it when I lived in Broken Arrow and you probably passed it right before you hit the railroad tracks. Okay, between my apartments and the 71st. Anyway, where there's going to be That's a people there. <laughs> well, I mean, I lived on just past 81st, so okay. You did. Yeah.
1: See, okay. But
0: people are gonna be scratching their heads. I mean, we're not even looking at the
1: cameras while talking about it in person. So I mean people are gonna be <laughs> like, What the hell
0: are they talking about?
1: Right. Um but no, we got that going on. The funeral is here in a couple of days and um the boys wanna go. So I'll be taking them up there. We're I think it's gonna be in Henrietta. So Um I keep on forgetting your brother's down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope he's able to go. Uh, he's out on the road right now, so mm-hmm. he's going. He's trying to get his schedule worked around and everything, so he's going to try to make it out. But um, I heard that some of my family from Texas are, are going to be there, and uh, it will be nice to see them again. I, I haven't seen a lot of my family from Texas in about almost – Oh, wow. Almost 20 years. Dang. Yeah. You're almost as bad as I am. <laughs> but uh, other than that, just that and working and well, that's about it. Um, Now, was this the the grandma that
0: helped raise you?
1: No. Uh,
0: or was that your mom's mom?
1: That was my mom's mom. Okay. Yeah, we lived maybe a couple miles from. And, uh, no, I went over to their house a lot, but my dad's, uh, mom, uh,
0: they live out in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. So that side of the family, when you had the reunion or mini reunion last yeah. year. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, that was over at my grandpa's house out there. And, um, that's usually a pretty good time. He, he lives in, uh, it it
0: said in- Noah
1: buddy ever in all (laughs) moggy no i like going up there and seeing them they he's got a lot of land and everything and my boys like going up there and last time we went we played some bocce ball and yeah stuff like that and just hung out outside Uh, you and playing with your bocce balls (laughs) (laughs) uh we would always go up there for uh fourth of july yeah when i was a kid
0: and all moggy definitely is more sparse so you don't have to worry about as many laws and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was always fun.
0: But um plus if you go out to Morris, there is a firework stand as you're heading out to town mm-hmm. and ask for the owner and be like, I want the good stuff in the trailers. <laughs> and he'll take you behind the house and get you some less than legal um bottle rockets.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had some that were three inches round. The stick was like three feet.
1: Holy crap, man!
0: Yeah, (laughs) illegal load Roman candles. Yeah, I worked there one summer and like learned all the. He'll go to Missouri and get the illegal
1: stuff. Yeah, (laughs) my, I hate the joke about. I just I just talked about my grandma passing away, but my dad, he's like, uh, he he was making a joke like a month or so back, and he's like, when I when I died just. Don't for, don't worry about the funeral. Just strap me up with some dynamite and just let me go. I'm like, I'm sorry, but the best way you can do is snakes and sparklers. <laughs> Have you looked into the
0: legality of dynamite, though? No. I think that may be possible more so than ever. Oh, no. <laughs> like in Washington, there was like the state of Washington, not D.C., yeah. It would not fly in DC. Yeah. Literally would not fly. Um, but you can put there was somebody that put their plane in a body and pushed it out and it left an impact. Like I'm I'm being serious. That that's the way they wanted to go. Huh. And then of course I have now changed my funeral plans a little bit. I want a choreographed dance to another one bites the dust. I saw the TikTok and it was four women that did a dance, and nobody knew it was going to happen except the. It was either the husband or wife. I can't remember which sex died, but it was the opposite sex. No, oh, okay. They had planned it, and it was amazing. And they finished the whole dance by going out the door, and then I want everybody to have like little bows and arrows, and light them on fire, and whoever wins. Is the one that, like, hits my boat with my ashes on it yeah. and sinks me. <laughs> and I have, like, a prize or something,
1: like $200, $300. You need to, like, make a recording before you go, though. Just say you sunk my battleships. <laughs> Great. Now I have to update my wheel again. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, have you seen that video of the... Everybody's gathered around at the gravesite and everything, and they're putting the coffin in the ground. And the the guy's got a recording of himself knocking on the inside of the coffin. He's like, let me out. (laughs) Oh, man. Everybody's crying, but they want (laughs) to – you don't want to laugh, but it's, it's too funny.
0: Or Dwight Schrute's double tap method. We oh just, God! <laughs> we had too many scratches on the inside of the lids, so now we make sure it's done. Wow. No, I think I mixed up two things. There was some something else that they said they
1: would—they'd
0: have to reopen the casket, and there would be claw marks on the lid. Yeah. And then Dwight Schrute would just make sure that his family was dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> Shirley, you were five foot nine at the start of life. And you were five foot six at the end of life. <laughs> I mean, that would be a lot of pressure off. You wouldn't have to make up some BS excuse. You can just be like, state facts. Yeah. Like you had a three bedroom house for over 30 years. You will be missed. <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about finding delight in death today.
1: That's <laughs> good. I. uh on this, uh, on this medication, I'm, I'm not having any panic attacks lately.
0: Isn't it weird? Yeah. Like, when was the last time you thought about death? Besides right now.
1: Yesterday, a couple of days ago, but I didn't have a panic attack about mm. it.
0: So, are you the type that freak out? I, I've probably asked you this, but. Do you freak out by other people's deaths or just the thought of your death?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Uh it's mostly Oh boy. It it terrifies me that that I'll lose someone I love very much. I'm also terrified of my own. What gave
0: you the panic attacks? Was it just yours, or would you freak out, like say, boys or Joanna or the dude down the street? My own. Yeah, Yeah, it's. um, I I think it goes
1: back into my faith and everything, and. uh, um, Which is odd. Just, just this, this nagging feeling that, that there's nothing after this. And uh, it just freaks me out. Just not existing anymore. See, no matter what, I don't think nothing exists.
0: And I heard it. There is this new program my church is allowing us to use. Uh And it has over 20,000 different like devotions and um, men's stuff and all that. And I've been watching Quickshot. And what it is, is a criminal investigator is investigating, I cannot talk today, (laughs) investigating reasons why not to believe in God. And he simply put, to have all this stuff, like, why is it there's no biblical evidence, but yet somebody writes a scientific book, there's all sudden proof? How does one book Evaluate one thing and another book doesn't matter. Yeah. And one of the things he brought up was just with all the evidence, and I have not said, you know, you have to believe through any of this. Just look at the pure evidence. There has to be something that made it, whether it's God or the little green dude on Mars or whatever. There's enough evidence. Just a state, something is there, so that at least gives me hope, yeah, whether it's reincarnation or another life or actually heaven there's some there's something that's gonna happen afterwards,
1: yeah,
0: it's not just gonna to cease to exist, and that what gives me hope, okay, I
1: like that. I don't know. It's. <clears throat> I. Well, I, I told my doctor, I think it's just ooh, losing all these people, friends and family and everything. I think it's all just catching up with me. And it's getting me to think and everything. And it's just freaking me out. That's it. Does
0: reaching out affect that? Because now your whole life point. Is I have a conversation with somebody? Yeah. Um,
1: Talking to people certainly helps. Not talking, I think that's what (laughs) triggered my anxiety in the past. Like Uh,
0: sitting up at Panera and nobody coming, not talking? Or just shutting up, literally not talking
1: to anybody? Oh, like shutting up and not talking to anybody. Because you did that a lot on the drives. Yeah. The, the drives um like when i'm in the shuttle and nobody's talking that 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 kind of kicks it up and then i um i i try to have some music on at least loud enough for me to hear it up front so i can keep my mind occupied um but we had a group at the hotel uh this past week and um It was nice because everybody actually talked, (laughs) Uh, which was good. Um, We had the uh, Rotary Club at the hotel.
0: Oh, where from? Or was it
1: mixed? All over. Okay. Yeah. Kids from all over the world came in and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, they had kids there. And um, that's that's actually one of my favorite groups that comes to the hotel every year.
0: Kids or Rotary?
1: The the Rotary. (laughs) I mean... When they bring the kids with them.
0: Okay. It, it's
1: cool because, well, I mean, the kids have to be well-behaved or else they're not going to be in the program. So, uh, everybody's well-behaved. Everybody's really nice. Uh, the um, the Rotary members are really nice as well. and uh, just Except the ones in Broken Arrow. Really? Uh,
0: my old boss, you was... When COVID hit, she was going to be president oh.
1: and I want to smack her with every being in my body. Oh <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it was cool. I mean, I, I met some kids from Brazil and Germany and nine, um, nine, <laughs> uh, so geez. much nine at 10 <laughs> and, uh, China and stuff like that. I mean, it was everybody's super friendly. It's cool. Um, but uh, the Rotary members that came in, they they talked to me and uh, some of them I've seen in uh, years past as well. And they remember me, so I thought that was cool. One of my favorite groups by far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is it offensive when they sometimes
1: remember you because you're the big dude? No. No, they don't. <laughs> they They don't mention... The big part. Um, just, uh, oh, you're Cameron, right? Yeah. They, I mean, you do wear probably... the
0: the hat different than everybody else. But I mean, like me, I'm the big Erin guy. Oh, I got you. Not only am I big, but I've got the piercings. I've got the bigger piercings. And that's what they remember. And sometimes, oh, you're the one with the piercings. And that is offensive. Obviously, I don't think since they're Civitans, they're not going to be like, oh, you're the fat guy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but still, I mean, they just like,
1: oh, I remember you.
0: And they spread out their hands.
1: Yeah. Because sometimes I am still the fat guy. So. Oh, Uh, yeah. Maybe I am the big guy that they remember. They remember a big guy with a beard. Um, Oh, yeah. Obviously, the beard. I forget. (laughs) Every man should have a beard, though. (laughs) Uh but um, I don't wear the straw hat anymore. It's just uh, the the uh wait, you wore a straw hat for a while, uh-huh. uh, for the longest time, man. See, like, I don't even think I knew that. Like for the first six years at the hotel, uh, hmm. five or six years, um, we had the red shirts, the uh, the khaki slacks, and the straw sun hat. I remember the red shirts and the khaki pants. Yeah, we had to wear the stupid hats because of uh, Southern Hills Country Club's proximity to us. It looked like a golfer's sun hat. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I would wear one
1: of those. I got tired of it. I got tired of the jokes. I
0: think that style of hat was featured in one of my favorite movies, and it has the best Stanley cameo of any movie. Because he actually talks to it for a while. Oh, really? But yeah, mall rats. Mm. There was a security guard that had the straw hat, like you were talking about. Oh, really? With the big brim and the flat top.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I love those. <laughs> I don't think I can pull it off, but still,
1: it's okay. Um, I, I got tired of it. I, I was actually looking for another job as soon as I heard I had to wear the hat. I got used to it over time. Now look at you. You're what? Ten years later? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Almost nine years at the hotel.
0: Just at that one. Yeah. Twelve years in
1: the hotel industry. Long Any long. reason why that
0: one? This one? Yeah. like It's across town from where you live. Yeah. You have one of the biggest... Name brand hotels and casinos 10 minutes away, you know, it's still on the other side of town, but still. Why, why the one on Riverside?
1: I don't know. It, it's only me and this other lady that's the original people from when I started uh, at the front desk. Well, yeah, because you run off all the other drivers. I didn't run them. Um, no it's just we got a whole new team except for Miss Phyllis and I Phyllis has always been there for me whenever things fell through at other jobs she'd be the first one I would call and she'd be the first one to get me back on my schedule Mm. she always looked out for me whenever uh, uh, things went south you think she was the one that told them about you did get you back this time? Uh, I think it was her and uh, one of the other managers that's no longer there. Um, when they were looking for a driver, I was the first one on their list to bring back. And she talked me up to this new guy, and they brought me in. Who still hasn't
0: got you on the right schedule yet? Not uh, yet. Yeah. Um you should just ask him for more money. Be like, I want three dollars more an hour. <laughs> I mean, it's has it almost been a year? What since you started working at or back at the when we started doing this, you were at the dealership. Then the next season, season two, yeah, you went back to the hotel, yeah, yeah, and you had the hospital thing in between. I um. You had a couple jobs in between,
1: didn't you? Yeah, I uh I've been back at the hotel full time a little over a year. And you've worked your schedule how many times? <laughs> Ooh, a lot. <laughs> well, okay, I'm not 3 to 11, thank goodness. I'm uh <coughs> I'm uh 11 to 8.
0: Well, I know, but I mean, you were promised from like eight to two or six to or whatever. Yeah. And they haven't done it. I mean, yes, they did at least match your paycheck. Yeah. But I mean, do you, would you ever go to them and be like, hey, I need a little bit more compensation since I'm working with you and it's been a year. Yeah, I've been thinking about it, Um.
1: I mean, I still um, want to
0: hire you, but that's that's still not guaranteed. Yeah. I'm not going to do that to you and your family. Like all of a sudden, hey, come on. And then a month later, be like, I can't afford you. So, yeah,
1: you got to go. <laughs> nah, not. I've never asked for a raise at any of my jobs. I've been in. Of course, this is the longest I've ever been <laughs> at uh,
0: at one place. Which doesn't make it kind of worse, because
1: if you never asked for a raise in the longest job you've ever worked well i I did okay, I never left, I stayed on call, so I was still in their system. I came back full time for higher pay, and they went up five dollars from where I'm at or where I was at, so I, I've gotten a huge raise coming back. Well, that was a year ago, though. And that
0: was to get you back because of who you were mm-hmm. and who you are. Yeah. And you're still that person. And you're angering your wife because you're still <laughs> that lovable, lovable guy that stays true to his word. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the person that's like, what if and playing devil's advocate. Yeah, But I mean, honestly, you're the one that's told everybody to shut up. I need to do this because I feel like I need to.
1: You know, you did
0: listen to a couple of people and like you went to the dealership and you found out maybe the grass isn't greener on the other side. Like, yeah, yeah it's more money, but at the same time, you still have to put up with dicks. Yeah. I mean, that was bad. <laughs> that guy still lives in my head. It's going to. I mean, same way with my bipolar. Some people would say I was born that way, but no, I allowed people to beat the living crap out of me and basically confirm that I wasn't worth anything. Mm. So, I mean, you know, if this guy was that final push to get on something because he lives in your head, but was he a cause of it getting worse to where you had to get it, you know? But now that i'm on happy pills i don't like thinking about all that i mean it really i'm able to now control thinking like it doesn't it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like everything that i've done in the past like i was showing you my pictures that i hung up my first win in college football yeah was the school's first win it doesn't matter it was a little n a i a school. What am I going to do? Put it on my resumes twenty years later, and it's going to get me a job at a as president as a high paying you know executive so now we live with the consequences, and we can only go from here, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean here lately, I haven't really thought about well, I haven't had any anxiety attacks ever since I saw the doctor and got on this stuff, but here lately, it's just been thinking about my kids, you know, instead of all this other stuff that Armando put it, put it to me plainly the other day. He came over and I told him what was going on. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm scared that one day that the sun's going to blow up, but that's not for like another 100 million years. That's not my problem. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but the good thing is about that.
0: That we would still get sun, even though it blew up for like another 10 years. (laughs) Okay. I mean, but think about it, though, more for our life. Like me, allowing my boss to use my mom's brain surgery as an excuse why a job didn't get done, created tremors throughout years. On the day my grandpa died, my grandma asking me where she wanted or where i wanted my papa buried yeah i didn't really have an input she was probably just saying it to be kind but me seeing her years later crying doing air quotes you know i chose the cemetery that tore up his gravestone that caused me hell years later yeah that i'm still seeing you know it plays in everyday roles, as me as a father, on the decisions I make, because decision of you being a father or being on pills as a father, as a husband, as a son, you may not see the results of it until years later. Mm-hmm. And that all started with the son. Yeah. You know, it's going to blow up eventually. We all know it will because that's the life of a son. But.
1: That's nothing for me to worry about, though. (laughs) I'm not going to be here.
0: (laughs) I was going somewhere with that. I'm sorry. And you ruined it. (laughs) It was
1: a metaphor. Yeah. No, I mean, but I'm focusing on more important things. Like, he. he, I would say
0: he's a, you know, he's still young, but dang, he
1: looks like an NBA player already. Right. He's like, I don't know, 5'9? Already, he's (laughs) twelve.
0: Of course, I didn't grow any taller after twelve. I was six foot at twelve years old. Oh, really? Yeah, I was on recruiting list. I got letters. Love to see your progress. Let us know if you need anything. Yeah, I know my light just went off. But you know, at the end of the day, I didn't grow. So hopefully, that's not deal with your son. Because he is
1: an anomaly. He's already taller than you and your wife, isn't he? He's not taller than me. He's taller than my wife, though. Mm-hmm. Just just barely. He's between us right now. He's getting tall, though. And um, I had to have a talk with him the other day. He, uh, I've been waiting for this. He's got a girlfriend. Dun-dun-dun. He has a girlfriend or had a girlfriend. I'm not sure what their status is right now. Said, because of this conversation? Uh, not because of the conversation. I think. I don't know. I don't know. You, you said they're not together anymore, yeah. but we'll, we'll see how it how it ends up whenever they go back to school.
0: But go ahead with the
1: conversation uh, if you're going to share it. Yeah, we we uh, we had a version of the talk the other day. Um, I didn't go too deep into things. he was starting to get real uncomfortable so <laughs> um but I, I just told him everything that he needed to hear um that he needed to hear just make good decisions don't don't make you don't want herpes or words <laughs> shouldn't be doing anything to get that stuff anyway. Well,
0: that's why you he needs to hear it. You don't
1: <laughs> yeah. want it. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, no. um no, I made a whole day out of it. I took him to lunch, went to Who Hot. Okay, I was gonna say, like, where do you go to have that discussion at lunch? Oh, we we didn't talk about it at lunch. Oh. He didn't even know about the conversation at lunch. <laughs> we 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 ended up driving over by uh just sat in the Parking lot over at Warren Clinic, and just talked.
0: That's so harsh. <laughs> you had a the talk with him in a hospital parking lot. Think about that.
1: Where Joanna works?
0: Well, I know, but it's a doctor's <laughs> office. Okay. And of f- course, I was joking about you know Warren's General <laughs> herpes and
1: stuff. And you took him to a hospital. No, I just took him where Joanna sits for lunch. Hmm. Yeah. Well it's it's over it's right next to Warren Clinic. It's like overlooking like Wait, it's know. not the one in Bixby,
0: is it? No. Okay. That one is like really classy. It has a I believe that's close to the pond. Uh, that may be Schusterman Center.
1: It's the building between <laughs> Warren Clinic and the Warren Clinic Tower on Yale. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, there's gotcha. a back parking lot that, like, overlooks a hill and the double tree warm place and all that.
0: Yeah, that is kind of
1: classy. Yeah, that's where that's where Joanna goes for lunch, and I meet her up there every now and then. And that's, that's where we talked. But it, it was good. It was a good conversation. It's just he didn't want to hear some of the things I had to say. He's 12. He's not ready for it yet, but eventually he's going to have to. Yeah, but when the girl is,
0: you know, you either force them to grow up with the information or you force them to grow up with a baby. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole (laughs) TV show called 16 Pregnant. I'm just saying it happens a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, But he said he's not even thinking about that. And um, thank goodness. Because I don't know. It's uh, I I think he's gonna be all right. After after our talk, um, that's hard though, man. Having that talk though, yeah. I mean, I can talk to a whole van full of strangers like that, but having a simple conversation with my oldest is nerve wracking.
0: Heck, you can even take off a Miss American contestant's clothes. Yes, you know. <laughs> uh. But and just to, just for everybody out there that that's an inside joke, you'd have to re-listen to season two. It was actually a what wouldn't it was dress. like a
1: back piece. It was like a like a kind of like a giant backpack that this Miss USA contestant was wearing for her.
0: And in case costume. she
1: ever hears this, what state was she from? Michigan.
0: Yeah. They have weirdos
1: up there anyway. It was like a Motown. (laughs) uh, Like, the whole thing was made out of wood, and it was like 20 or 30 pounds. And And those women are not not that big anyway. No, they're not. And the whole thing looked like a bunch of, like, golden records. Oh. You never told me that part. It said, like, Motown and stuff like that. The freaking shuttle was full of glitter after that.
0: Of course, I was focused on taking off Miss USA contestants' clothes. Not you
1: know? not the dress. It was the backpack. <laughs> hey, don't
0: take this from me. Okay. I live vicariously through you. I mean, how many rock stars have you met? How many rock stars actually called you out and been like, hey, come party with us? You know, just because of this job. Yeah. You take other people places. Right. <laughs> most, no, most jobs take people places you take other people places with your job. Yes. So yeah. That's you have done some amazing stuff with this job though. Like here I am telling you to, you know, ask for a three dollar raise. <laughs> you know, you there are benefits. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh I mean it was cool. I, I got to meet uh uh Jim Brewer last year. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Really nice guy. Um took time to talk to me a little bit fully
0: man (laughs) man i think think that
1: was my first donor movie he was he was the first person i ever heard that had the same like funeral idea as me but being shot out of a cannon yeah yeah i wanted like i told i keep telling joanna i want like a circus cannon but I want it to shoot me like right to the ground. <laughs> so I'm sticking out like a lawn dart. <laughs> but no, he wants to be shot out of a cannon like at a park, like into a pond. And people would be like in their kayaks and canoes and stuff like that. And they'd set up the cannon to where like they aim it at the people in the boats. <laughs>
0: You you could have a little <laughs> funnel system like they have at the bank. Pneumatic tube. That's it. So once it shoots you or sh- shoots him, he can land in a specific spot every time, go into the pneumatic tube and, and reload. <laughs> that's that's dark, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have it shaped like a little dart and you can have puzzle positions. <laughs> And especially since it's Jim Brewer, I mean I would I would want a Days in, or not Days views. I would want a half baked pose like him in a tie-dye and be like, ah, peace man. Yeah. <laughs> Fully. <laughs> Who's coming with me?
1: Uh, he, he was I cool. will. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, man. He super nice guy and uh the Duck Dynasty people came up. Yeah, they hotel. don't impress me much. Uh ah, I mean now Shania Twain would impress me. Was, <laughs> no I I get it. <laughs> no, the they must be like hard of hearing or something because they come, my desk is right next to the front door and I said,
0: Good evening, how are
1: you guys? And they just kept walking by. I'm like, oh well, that's a bummer. <laughs> or they're
0: Christians and they're crap steeped. So they gotta hold up their nose. Yeah, they just kind of have that vibe. Like they were so popular, so quick, and sold everything. Uh-huh. I'm surprised they didn't have um another TV show called Buck Commander. Buck Commander. Well, they you know they have two companies, right? They have Duck Commander and Buck Commander. <laughs> like Buck. Yeah, I thought you said butt. Oh no, no. no. <laughs> Oh, it's just my you voice. You can tell we've been, I mean, we're about to hit 40 minute real time. Oh, right on. And so my voice is obviously wanting to crap out. Oh, it's all good, man.
1: <laughs> I I,
0: I got a this mind anyway. Oh, well, I know. We're talking about death and the talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I found it funny that you did the tar- talk within a hospital parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> if you know. No, know, that's a whole different thing. And plus, I can't remember it. it was, <laughs> I, I want to say it was a Chris Farley. Like, if you don't cover it, you'll end in, end up in a van down by the river. Yeah. Window.
1: <laughs> well, but we might as well a-
0: talk about the 27 Club. No, that's... Have you ever heard of the 27 Club? No. <laughs> Janis Joplin, um, Heath Ledger, um, Jimi Hendrix, oh. um, What's, oh, what's her name? From Eminem's movie, and then she also was in Clueless, and um Brittany Murphy. Yeah. They all died at 27. Really? So it's called the 27 Club, like oh. something happened.
1: <coughs> Speaking of Brittany Murphy, did you hear that they finally confirmed uh King of the Hill reboot? What? Not not a reboot, but they're doing new episodes with the original cast. No, I guess Luann's not going to be there because that was Brittany Murphy. Yeah, and she finally grew up and got her own business and all that. Maybe, and then um,
0: her husband
1: Lucky, he was uh, voiced by, gosh he was uh, Tom Petty.
0: Why does that name? Like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Yeah. Oh. Did
1: he pass? Yeah. So when did he pass? Uh, a while back. Huh. But him and Lou Anne probably aren't going to be there. But I think Bobby's going to be grown up.
0: Yeah. Speaking of reboots, did you watch that 90s show? I've seen maybe two or three episodes. Do you know who's not in it from the original cast? Yeah, Danny Masterson. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll talk about it. Like they chose not to mention him at all. Mm-hmm. And Ashton Kutcher finally came out with a statement that like he would like to know, but he's not going to judge him. Yeah. And it's just so weird like they chose not to even mention his name. <coughs> Yeah, I have the COVID cough. But yeah, that was kind of interesting. Like, I I knew because they they took him out of the ranch, and the ranch was an Ashton Kutcher show to begin with, too. Yeah. So they took him out. Of that took him out of this or that ninety show. <laughs> Don't you know? Might as well mention it. But yeah. I thought that was really weird. Yeah, remember that
1: '80s show? Yes, I love that one. You loved it? Yes. It lasted like what? One season. One season. Thirteen episodes, I believe. (laughs) That had Glenn Howerton in it. I didn't know that from Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: same way it was like Freaks and Geeks, and then there was also a follow-up. Most of them were in. The college years. Really? But it never took off because of the um, hermaphrodite episode of Freaks and Geeks. Oh. that They say that's the one that really tanked the show.
1: Mm. Yeah. It, didn't that 80s show follow like another group of kids in a different city? Yes. Oh, okay. And that's what I liked about it.
0: That it was, I feel like that 90s show... From episode two was not going to be a hit. And I was wrong. Hmm. Just because it's so. Well, you've seen episode one, right? Yeah. Episode one is so heavy on the old cast. Yeah. And then episode two, they go forward with a new one. Yeah. But I mean, it was. Less weed.
1: Same stupid. Like gimmicks. I got you. Like, the whole camera in the middle of the table. No, I love that. Oh.
0: I love that spinning camera. Yeah. And that's legitimately what it is. It's just a um, camera on a Lazy Susan. Oh, okay. But, but just the fact that they're smoking, um, it, it was just, even though they mentioned Weedless, mm-hmm. they still use that to kind of push the narrative. Mm-hmm and then they use the original cast to push the narrative. Yeah. They relied too heavy on it's kind of like Ghostbusters the, um the new one with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Like the the new cast, I was so into that movie. And then once they brought the old cast, the old ghost, Ghostbusters, yeah. it took me out of it. Really? Yes, I hated it once the new ghost or the old Ghostbusters came back.
1: I I liked it. I liked the movie. Like you said, the new cast. I liked the new cast. Um, I also liked it when they brought the old guys in. It seemed like they had closure from. um, Gosh dang. What's that guy's name? I know who you're talking about. The, the guy who played Egon. Yeah. He
0: directed the movies, didn't he? Yes. Um.
1: Gosh dang. I forgot his name. But. I think that was more of a closure thing. Like if they were to do another one, they don't need the old cast anymore. They got this new group, but I think that was, that was good closure. They saw Egon's ghost and everything. He was helping them and everything. And that was like their last hurrah. And they don't need them anymore. Now this new crew can do whatever. If they choose to do another movie. And I always love the story
0: of, um, Bill Murray going back. Like they really had beef.
1: Harold Ramis. Yeah. That's it. Sorry. They
0: really had beef. And once. um, Now I forgot. that Bill Murray found out that that Harold Ramis was dying. Yeah. He drove into town, went to the police station and said, take me to him. And sure enough, they took him to took Bill Murray to see Harold Ramis. Yeah. And his daughter said they had a couple hours together and they hashed everything out. They were laughing and he went on good terms. I like that. I like that. That is definitely Bill Murray style to go into a city and say,
1: take me to him. Right. He just, there's a whole documentary over Bill Murray just doing whatever he wants. <laughs>
0: Alright,
1: so we had a first... Oh wait, never mind.
0: It's still going. I lost track of the red thing.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, like there's stories of him just showing up to bars and doing the bartender thing or showing up to house parties and uh, The weddings are funny. The weddings. Nobody will believe you. Right. <laughs> or just going to a house party and making lasagna and doing the dishes and stuff like that. Just staying in the background and stuff like that. It's just, he's goofy. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think I, I would really love to meet these people and just sit down and talk to them, you know, not, not ask them questions that, that, typical interviews do. Just talk to them about what. How do you want to die? That could be a new show. We can go to Hollywood, get these actors and ask them, how do you want to die? Wow. <laughs> okay, we could do that. but I, I meant just like talk about life or whatever. But isn't that part of life? Isn't that what... What's your ideal death? <laughs> well,
0: no, because that's I don't think that's our style. How do you want to die? I think die? that's that that fits in the purpose of reaching out. To have that conversation, to have that like I I almost feel like sometimes with your conversation you become there the person to make sure to carry out things. Like, because ultimately, you're still wanting to talk with people Mm -hmm. in case something happens. Yeah. So what better in case something happens than (laughs) how do you want to die? Like, think of the most absurd way and just run with it. You're telling me Tony Hawk would not be a fun conversation. Sounds like a dark business startup. It could be. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> but I mean, why not? If that's your goal. And I'm only joking about having to be that way because obviously it would be your, more your show. I would just be the techie. Notice how I include myself in there. <laughs> but I mean, why not? Why not go talk to these people? They are people. Yeah. I mean, you're you're living proof. You know how, wait, how did you find out how Jim Brewer wanted to die? Is it in a stand-up? It's in a special that's okay.
1: on uh, YouTube.
0: But still, you got to go hang out with rock stars. They invited you to the after party because of who you are. Yeah. So why not talk Hollywood? <laughs> I mean, look at um, First We Feast and the Hot Ones. Mm-hmm. They have people that are fixing to poop their pants because they had 10 spicy wings. Yeah. And we can't talk about how they're going to die. Hmm.
1: That's interesting. It doesn't even have to be a dark conversation either. It could be lighthearted on a, on a kind of a bleak subject. But.
0: What about Josh and the Mythical Kitchen? And how they interview people while fixing the last meal they want to have. Oh. I never seen that. You haven't? Uh-uh. Yeah, they he prepares their last meal. Really? And then they have conversations through it and he teaches them how to make it and then they eat it together.
1: Really? Yeah, lighthearted. Okay. Right on. I like that.
0: But with yeah. that note, it just feels the right times. Do you have any famous parting last words? With
1: <laughs> season three off to a good start. Death, <laughs> death. Right, <laughs> there was a lot of death talk in this one, and I'm not freaking out about it. It's uh, it's all good. Season three is going to be good. Um, if this is the tone we have starting off, hopefully we can carry that on throughout the rest of the season as well. Light heartedness, right? Um. Now, I have posted on Facebook what we should be talking about, or subjects that people would wish us to touch on, and we do have a couple of responses. Yes, um, I messaged one of the people uh that uh that commented just to elaborate, and um we'll be talking about those in coming episodes. but um nah, just stick with us, and we'll we'll have a good conversation.
0: All right. So on that note, I've been R.A. Create. And
1: Camo. And until
0: next time, K.S.I.T.J.